0: brought to you by carol royce keller williams realty east valley get more money selling your home go to higherprice.com that's
1: higherprice.com and down the stretch they come Woo! best time in the week social studies on a friday let's do this Sarah. you guys can feel it
2: <laughs> yeah this is your moment yeah. i can feel it this this is coming in the moment. air
3: tonight you do you oh lord <laughs> This is always my favorite part of the show. Nine o'clock on a Friday. Let's do it. It's nine o'clock on a Friday.
2: Hey.
1: I'm just as bad as Jared. The Ah. song parody has already been sung.
3: (laughs) It's true. Hey, let's get to our questions. We have five minutes left. Is that all? Yeah, it's 9.06. Uh, let's fill in the blank, guys. We do this every single day before a Cardinals game day. We're asking how the Cardinals will beat the opponent. They will beat the Rams if. Fill in the blank. If they can. Continue. Like, here's the thing that scares
1: me about this matchup. We talked about the similarities. Cardinals offensive line is banged up. The Rams defense is equipped to pounce on that, to put pressure on Kyler Murray, to wreak havoc with the most devastating defensive force we have in the game. Rams offensive line is banged up. The Cardinals... Don't have much of a pass rush. I, I read a stat. I think they have one and a half sacks from their edge rushers combined all year. Something two no, and a half sacks, something ridiculous nope, like that. Nobody has more than one and a half. That's the stat, and that's Other Marcus. And that's Marcus Gold. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I don't know how equipped. The Cardinals' defense is to do—if they can wreak a little havoc in, in, in the pass rush okay. and, and continue to slow down the, the, the run game, which is just kind of slowed by itself for the Rams, they can win this game. But the absences scare me. I'll, I'll throw
2: this at you, Sarah. How about this? Cardinals can win this game if they commit three or fewer penalties and have zero turnovers. Okay. Take care of that ball. Take don't care of the ball. No don't don't get drives off a of schedule because you take delay a game or fall. Billy Price has got to remember the count. Snap the ball. <laughs> Little things like that. Yeah. Stay on schedule. They might three be able to score enough to get
1: out of there with a W. And zero turnovers. zero turnovers. Have they had a game like that yet this year?
3: Sunday's a good time to start, right? All right, Salt Lake Caesar says the Cardinals will need no turnovers and they must rush for at least 100 yards. Chris Weber says they need to keep penalties to a minimum and protect the quarterback. How many pre-snap penalties did the Cardinals have last week? Felt like every single time they had the ball, first and long or second and long, just making it so much harder to do anything. Lobo Jangles says the Cardinals will beat the Rams if Colt McCoy starts. Elon. Wow. Not that Elon. The other Elon says the Cardinals will beat the Rams if the Rams decide that Disneyland is a better option than fighting for last place. <laughs> And then Dustin Rayhorn says the Cardinals will beat the Rams if we use golf scoring and the lowest score.
2: Wow.
0: Wow.
3: People are not feeling confident. Are
2: are people really going down the we're better with Colt McCoy, quarterbacking the team road, or is that just a hamstring thing?
3: Accessing, I think we might be accessing that part of the season. You know, there's always elements of that. Yes. Indeed. Let's move on to the Phoenix Suns quickly. Earlier in the show... We heard James Jones say they're not going to make any short-term moves or any you know trades that don't have the long view in mind to make up for Cam Johnson's absence. Uh, Jay Crowder, just chilling, waiting to be traded. So we're asking, when will the team trade Jay Crowder? By the end of this month? By the end of November? By the end of the year? Near the trade deadline? Or they're not going to trade him?
2: Man, Vinny, let me ask you this about that. Is there any chance... There's a certain all-star in Brooklyn Ah. who's still dangling out there, and the Suns are going to do whatever they can to keep their assets. You really want Kyrie Irving? No. I'd take Ben Simmons ahead of
1: him.
2: Uh, You know what? Is that that, that the play here? Is that elephant or apple dog in the room still impacting what moves they make? I think there are
1: big changes coming to Brooklyn. We've already had one with the coaching change. I think when the smoke clears, Kevin Durant will be the one guy left standing in Brooklyn. Oh, interesting. I don't know, but yeah, if you're that's... the Suns,
2: is, is there any thought to hanging on to all your assets? It's nine ten. 10 Answer the poll.
3: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> We're on a clock here. Near
1: the trade deadline is my answer.
3: Near the trade deadline. Is yes. that yours as well? Tim,
1: fine. 10 trade deadline.
3: Thanks. Ooh, 62% agree with you guys. He will be moved around the trade deadline. 14% said by the end of this year. 12% said they're not going to trade him. And just under 12% said they'll trade him by the end of this month. Quick Mock My World update. We have to sadly skip the mustache question um, mock my world HBO shows we drafted either our favorite or just all time great shows on HBO in Real honor quick. of Hard Knocks Tim what would
4: be your number one pick for best HBO shows of all time if you were in that
2: uh-huh. that was our mock my world yesterday best HBO shows of all time Sopranos that was the number one pick that was the number one overall I pick I mean hands down right yeah. I mean there's, there's there's plenty of good ones but
3: yeah
1: Nobody picked Fraggle Rock. <laughs> oh, I still love that. Uh, Nobody Jarrett, picked Hung. No, Nobody to pick Hung, too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Carlin's strange little show. has 41% oh. right now. 41%. Dan Bickley in second with 30%. Vince, you've got 19%. I can't I believe I'm 10%. beating you. I can't either. I can't either. It's fine. I think HBO is known for its dramas, right? And I picked more comedies. And I'm a uh, Me too. And I'm, I'm, I'm just a not comedy. A drama Neither am I. Yeah. So... I got a short attention
1: span. With I that thought
2: stuff. Vic was going to win. What's yeah. the best HBO comedy of all time? Kirby yeah. Enthusiasm. Indeed. Kirby Enthusiasm. Okay. Larry but Sanders Show. Oh, yeah. Larry Sanders, Sanders Show,
4: Flight of the Concords, The Ollie G. Show. Yeah.
2: Eastbound and Down. That was on my team too. Vince
3: was, Vince was breaking apart yesterday as yeah, he drafted his at, team. Was he was really really struggling, yeah. yeah. And
4: but, just to uh, update Landry Shamet out with concussion protocols for tonight.
3: Okay.
1: And the hits just keep on coming. Dwayne Washington, Jr.,
3: Get on, your sweats down, right? off.
1: <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Sarah. Thank That's uh, Maybe we can tackle the hard-hitting mustache question at the end of the show. I
3: think we must. Uh,
1: that is uh, social studies. You can get involved on Twitter. At Bickley underscore Murata is where that happens. We continue Football Friday. Next, here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Football Friday with Bickley
0: and Murata. Presented by 72 Soul. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I mean, you know, Super Bowl champs. I'm sure they
1: got a lot of, you know, probably the same feelings that we got, you know, and they just won the Super Bowl. You know, we didn't we didn't win the Super Bowl. So um, there's st- I know their standard, you know, I know how they, you know, expect to play. Um, what are they three and three and five? So no, I don't. I don't think it changes anything. I just think you know we focus on ourselves and let the chips fall where they may. You know all the uptightness or whatever people are feeling, the pressure and all that stuff. You gotta throw that out the window because there really is no pressure. You know we're, we're, we're haven't played the way we want to play. Um, we're three and six. You know the, the, I don't see the pressure, and, and so that, that's 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 kind of how I feel about it. I jotted that word down on my show sheet. Uptightness. Throw that out the window. In other words, calm the bleep down. <laughs> calm the bleep down.
2: Now, I also, I just funny to me. Obviously, he's like, hey, there's we're three and six. There's no pressure. In other words, like, hey, we're, which, we're, yeah, it does. I mean, it's kind of it's, it's interesting. I mean, I know what he's saying, but it kind of it, it 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 reeks of oh, we're already three and six. I mean, there's really nobody. Expectations are so low now. He might as well just go out there and well, have some fun and play. Let's
1: dive into that a little bit because the Cardinals very much have looked like a team, especially offensively, that is playing under great pressure. The pressure of their expectations, whether they're from the outside or internally, they look like an offense that has crumbled under those expectations. So maybe if if Kyler Murray is speaking the truth, as strange as that is to hear, with this much football left to be played, is this the week we see a free and easy offensive performance? If Kyler Murray's
2: hamstring holds up, and I found it interesting in Hard Knocks that he was saying, like, man, I felt like I was jogging out there. I mean, I wasn't jogging, but I didn't want to let it rip. Yeah. In other words, like, like, let
1: but the sprint go all out. But which for afraid of that was not the reason he fumbled the ball, though. That he got caught from behind. He he fumbled the ball on that play because he had he wasn't protecting the ball. Right. Yeah. One could make the case, though,
2: that when his mental focus was on don't blow out my hamstring. The shift, the mental focus shifted to, from ball security to hamstring. Just a thought. I, I don't know. I mean, you, you got to hang on to the football. Mm-hmm. There's no excuses. Yeah. But I, I just wonder in, in that moment, he's running there thinking, don't blow up my hamstring. Don't blow up my hamstring. Get down. Don't turn this thing up to full blast. And all that thought process did was distract him. From ball security, did you hear what Sean Payton said at halftime of the game? Sean Payton actually was very critical of Kyler wearing the white arm sleeve up and down his arm because he felt Payton did. Don't kill the messenger. This is Sean Payton Mm -hmm. uh, said that it provides a slicker traction to the ball, and it's easier if the ball gets knocked or punched to to lose control of it because you're wearing a long. And and Payton kind of he ripped him. He said like you know save that for the NBA.
1: Um, So that was something, I I took that, because it came from Sean Payton, if it came from Terry Bradshaw, I'd be like, okay. It's an interesting take. It's an interesting observation. Let's just say Kyler Murray's not wearing a sleeve there. Does he lose that ball? My answer is yes. Yes. It was that, that careless of ball security. I really Somewhere Todd Graham was cringing (laughs) because that was not 100% ball security. I get the feeling the mental focus
2: shifted from uh, ball security to hamstring, and that played a role in that. You might be right. And there's no, and again, there's no excuse. You can't fumble the football in that situation. You're going in for points Mm -hmm. in a must win game, season on the break, and you coughed it up. And that, that just can't happen. Listen, if you're Kyler Murray, this is an offense that just, it, it, hoping DeAndre Hopkins would be the magic elixir, and although he had 22 catches in two games, I, I don't think scoring-wise the offense has exploded upon his return. It doesn't look like it did in those first seven weeks last year. Not no, even close. It doesn't look the same, you're right. Now, and, and maybe that's a Christian Kirk thing, Vinny, I don't know. Maybe it's just an offensive line thing, I don't know. But it goes, it goes back to last year, too. It's not just 2022. This offense has not looked like that in a long, long time. What we saw in those first seven games. Basically
1: so, since the Houston game, when they got off to a slow start in that game, but Houston was so bad, they won that game 31-5. to they, they lost the, the next Thursday against Green Bay. And you pointed it out, the Green Bay game. I mean, Green Bay had a really good defense last year. The offense struggled a bit. Um, hasn't looked the same. You're exactly right, and, and the wide receiver question I think is is interesting because you know there was always this feeling of oh once once Hopkins gets back everything's going to be better, but then you didn't count on Hollywood Brown getting hurt right before DeAndre Hopkins gets back. So we haven't seen the best version of the receivers together. We've got you know the the Cardinals right now have two receivers that are you know for different reasons struggling to find roles, and AJ Green who's. Practically disappeared from the playing field. And, you know, we haven't talked about the the Robbie Anderson issue yet. He played over 50 snaps on offense last week and had one catch for minus four yards and a big drop. He's had enough time in the system now to be a contributor. I mean, compared to what other players have done in new environments after being traded at the deadline, I think so.
2: I also think that if Hollywood Brown were not hurt, A.J. Green would no longer be here. And I don't care what his salary number is or what they hit. I I I think you're right. I I don't think he wants to play football anymore. I'm not sure he wanted to last year either. I saw a lot of drops last year. A lot of mental errors. I saw alligator arms arms on the sidelines in the
1: playoffs. I was surprised they brought him Um, back this season. uh, Me Uh, too. I think we all were on this show. But he might have the biggest catch of the year that 's true the two point conversion against the Raiders can 't take that
2: away, but it also came on the heels of like what four drops in that game uh, it, it, listen we don't well, when need to he de-
1: had to make a plate
2: we don't we, yeah, we don 't need to debate Drake green we no, all we all I, 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 and I would guess when Hollywood Brown comes back he he, he may not may not be here you, you uh, here's talk, what, go ahead real
4: quick, I was just to build on that point, you talked about uh, Robbie Anderson having a good game or whatever. How often ever do two receivers have a good game in the same game? Almost never. It's like Kyler focuses on one receiver in a game and then that's it, it feels like.
1: Yeah, I mean... Hopkins had the two big games. I mean, Dorch had a couple of good games early. Hollywood, I mean, Rob, Hollywood was great when he was healthy. Are you talking just of, the Cardinals, Jared, or the NFL know, in, in, in the general? the Cardinals. With
4: the Cardinals, it's Like, yeah. Rondell Moore finally, like, had a lot of catches last week, but then DeAndre Hopkins had nothing thrown to him. DeAndre Hopkins had a first two, you know, good games, but Robbie Anderson didn't see the ball. Rondell Moore didn't see the ball. AJ, you know, it's like... When Hollywood Brown was playing and doing really good, he was having really good games every game, but he was the only receiver having a good game. One of the reasons to me that the offense doesn't do well is because they're not
1: spreading the ball around. But that's not factoring in Zach Ertz, who uh, actually has put up pretty decent numbers, too. Consistently like decent. And I actually think they should target him even more, uh, Zach Ertz. uh, To answer your question, though, the Vikings game was probably the outlier there, Jarrett. Because uh, Hopkins had twelve for one hundred and fifty nine and a touchdown. Moore had seven for ninety two. Yeah, that touchdown. was the best one. Yep, and, and that was, I think, maybe Rondell Moore's best complete game as a Cardinal. The, the Minnesota game. Oh yeah, because he actually caught stuff downfield. Yeah, they they utilized him
2: differently. Here's 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 one thing that's kind of bothered me. Now this the the offensive line issues are real and they are definitely factoring in the. And offensive they are not struggles. spectacular. They are not spectacular. <laughs> What concerns me is, you know, we saw the offense go in the tank without Hopkins last year. And Cliff said, oh, you know, I didn't do a good enough job. And then they come out and they, they still don't do a good enough job. And now Hollywood Brown's out. So it's like, oh, well, he didn't have Hopkins. And now he doesn't have Brown. I, if Cliff and Kyler need 100% health at all times to have a functioning offense, that is not realistic in the national football no, league. No, it's not realistic for any team. Because it's likely never going to happen. You yeah. have to find ways the ball in the end zone mm-hmm. and to move the chains they don't like running kyler it drives me up the wall that's fine okay that's not what they're going to do even though it works they're just not doing that enough and yes the offensive line is killing him right now there's no question about it but again you got to find a way you got to find a way in this league you know, and they, and they, and this whole thing about well we don't have D Hop and now we don't have Brown and the, and the James Connors hurt. Find a way. Find That's a way. Good teams find a way. Find a way. Mm-hmm. you never you're ne- if you need everybody healthy to have a functioning offense, you've got a problem. Tim Ring has spoken. I'm out. <laughs> no. Thanks no. for filling in. I'm today leaving too. 34 minutes earlier. <laughs> 30 I'm like them. Costanza. Make a good comment <laughs> and you go out.
1: Innings Festival is back. There's, man, it was ripe with Seinfeld references there. <laughs> Two-day festival featuring Green Day, Eddie Vedder, Weezer, The Offspring, and so many more returns to Tempe Beach Park on February 25th and 26th of next year. Tickets just won on sale, and you can head to the contest page at ArizonaSports.com for complete details and your chance to win tickets. Coming up next, 9.30 on a Friday, it's time for Jared Carlin's Sports Kebab. That's next here on Bickley and Murata Mornings with Tim Ring sitting in here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader time to take a look at the arizona sports poll question
0: brought to you by sanderson ford the best play is at sanderson ford
3: welcome on back to bickley and Murata mornings here on arizona sports oh, the local well, sports leader <laughs> that is back. vince Murata. we do not have dan bickley today instead we have got tim ring the ringer
2: Bickley's out. Bickley's done. It's over for him. (laughs) Forever? Actually, he'll be back Monday. Oh, okay, great.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to our website now, arizonasports.com, to look at today's poll question, guys. It's It's a two option question. Who do you think should be the Suns' number two scoring option after Devin Booker? DeAndre Ayton, Mikhail Bridges. I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, a
1: game situation obviously comes into, yeah, into account. But sure. I, generally speaking, you know, for... For what they're paying DeAndre Ayton, I'd love it to be him. I would love to see DeAndre Ayton be a, a, a night in, night out twenty point scorer.
2: They nice. could take turns, but I think they both they both need to put up numbers yes. in these next. Let's say Cam Johnson's out anywhere from twenty to thirty five games. Big that's a big number. Yeah, assuming Chris Paul is going to come back and start being Chris Paul again, or at least we hope. But still, I, I, Aiton and Bridges have to score. Yeah, and they, ha, and they have to score a lot. They, I mean, they have yeah. to score a lot over their averages during this
3: stretch for the pick, Suns to pick play one. Though <laughs> you said yes, a choice. But then he eventually settled on Da. <laughs> but I'll go Bridges. All right, you
2: contrarian ring. Ooh. I'd like to see Dario Saric start Dang. in place of Cam Johnson instead of Torrey Craig. How about them apples? Ooh, how about Maybe that? they're working to that. How about oh, them apples, God.
3: people? 64% of our voters say DeAndre Ayton should be the Suns' number two option after Devin Booker. 36% voted for Mikkel. All
1: right, there you go. There's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? Are you joking? Are you joking? <laughs> are you joking? Are you joking?
0: Uh, are you joking? Are you joking?
1: <laughs> are
0: you joking? <laughs> it's
1: sports news skewered. Skeweri. The sports kebab. Nope. Are you hey, joking? Time for this it's thing again. <laughs> I'm joking.
2: I'm joking, Derek. <laughs> are you joking? Jarrett. Yes. You know, they say when you say you're joking, there's always an 80%... Line of truth in your little joke, mister. Your turn to joke, Jared. (laughs) Oh, all right.
4: This is the Sports Kebab at a Sports News scored. And guys, boy, oh boy, man, this time of year, you guys know what's been going on. And it's like a tradition. Everyone gets excited. There's tons of coverage. They tell you how important it is. But it's just brutal to live through. I mean, it seems to last forever. You watch it live on the night, and you're just like... Give me the results already, okay? This is so boring. I'm, of course, talking about Thursday night football. I, <laughs> I mean, yes. My goodness, just another brutal Thursday night football game, this time between the Panthers and Falcons. I used to look forward to these games, but now they just suck Weak. After week, I mean, I haven't been this disappointed watching a consistent drop in quality on Thursdays since Rachel started dating Joey. Wow! <laughs> what were they thinking with now that storyline? Did you watch any of that game last night? Very I mean, little. That was the most gross and disturbing thing I've seen in the NFL since Adam Schefter's nipples.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what
4: was that about? And I feel bad for Al Michaels, guys. We were kind of talking about this earlier. The guy is a legend. The guy is a pro. And let's face it, the guy's getting up there in age. I mean, he's going to be 78 tomorrow. His birthday is tomorrow. Wow. And he shouldn't have to spend his golden years like this. You know the thing when you get in an argument with your parents and you're like, you know, when you get older, I'm going to put you in a home. Now the way you threaten them is when... (laughs) You get older, I'm going to make you broadcast Thursday Night
3: Football. Oh, man.
4: <laughs> and on top of everything else, Al Michaels has to do these uh, reads. He has to read these ads, you know, for Amazon, since it's broadcast on Amazon Prime a Video there. He has to read ads for shows like The Handmaid's Tale, Lord of the Rings, and stuff. I mean, that broadcast has more plugs than Elon Musk's head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez.
4: But yeah, it's been a wild week in the Twitterverse with. <laughs> Elon <laughs> Musk in charge uh, because just google an p- old picture of Elon Musk by the way oh, if you no, think look I've, at that joke I've because it. uh, it's a wild week though on Twitter because you can now buy ver- actually I don't even know if you can do it anymore it's I think it. it's been suspended well you could buy verification but you have to put parody next to your name if you're a fake account So this week alone, some examples of those impersonating a real organization included a fake CNN account, a fake Woj account, and the Indianapolis Colts.
0: <laughs>
4: um, but watching uh, Elon Musk melt down is fascinating, though. To see an overly sensitive celebrity have a midlife crisis in front of everyone and continue to make every wrong decision for selfish reasons. I mean, what's next? Playing quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? <laughs> oh! The first place
1: Tampa Bay yeah, Buccaneers That's, I
4: guess that's true. I guess that's true. But uh, that does, uh, I don't know what's going on with Twitter, but that does bring us to this. Oh, 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 oh. oh yes, it is time for Jarrett Karnak, the Magnificent. <laughs> Let me bring in here uh, $40, $40 billion. $44 billion? No, billion.
3: $43 billion.
4: $43 billion. $43 billion. $43 billion. $43 billion. Uh, what does Nick Cannon pay in child support each month? <laughs> <laughs> child number 12 on the way for him. Okay. Ah. Uh, Ed? Uh, all right, next one here. Uh, what happens when the Democrats win? What happens when Republicans win? And what happens when the Chiefs head coach jumps in a pool? Oh, all of what he just said. Uh, Name a blue wave, a red wave, and a reed wave. All right, last one here. Uh, Vance Joseph and Shane Doan. Vance Joseph and Shane Doan. Name two people who repeatedly say a boot.
0: <laughs>
4: ah, yes. How about the debut of the Cardinals on Hard Knocks, guys? Yeah. We watched that. We got to yeah. see a lot of cool things. A tour of Cliff's really cool house. Got to see D-Hop, D-Hop talk about his suspension. And we got to hear sideline audio from Vance Joseph and Kyler Murray. Now, during the Kyler one, we once again heard, heard Kyler yell for someone to calm the F down. But that's becoming his catchphrase. And I like. You know, I love to see the passion. Now, the only thing I have a problem with is why hasn't he monetized this? I mean, if Jay Crowder said that, he would have had the phrase in all caps on a T-shirt selling for 60 bucks on his website by now. (laughs) And as cool as the Hard Knocks episode was, unfortunately, the show ended with both Kyler and Buddha Baker getting injured. And this is leading into a must-win game versus the Rams. Now, I'm not saying that their prospects are dead if they lose, but the Cardinals just installed a bell over their playoff chances.
0: <laughs> oh
4: no! Oh. See what he did there? A yeah. Callback. Yeah. They a call, call back. it a callback. Yeah. Speaking of, the, it also shows how uh, urgently I write these jokes yes. <laughs> during the show. Speaking of the Walking Dead, Adam Silver in the news. Yes, <laughs> NBA commissioner and. Creepy uncle of Sesame Street's Bert. Oh, no. geez, Adam she- Silver <laughs> met with Kyrie Irving this week. Yeah, this is the next step for Kyrie to be reinstated, though you wonder if the Nets even miss him. They've won two out of three games without him. They're playing pretty well. And that's not surprising because Kyrie is so ball dominant. I mean, that guy shoots more questionable shots than Lenny Dykstra on Twitter. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So, in conclusion, we'll see if Kyrie Irving ever comes back to the NBA and if he's grown and if he's willing to learn. Because, in Kyrie's own words, different people with different opinions that's what makes the world go flat. Whoa! I did not see that last bit
3: coming. You.
1: Well done, Jared. Thank you. All right, well the grand finale. I liked it. I almost don't even remember the Casey and the Sunshine Band song. Oh, you know. uh, well, we played for Song of the Day if you're really... yeah, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> sports Kebab every Friday with Jared Carlin. You can follow him on Twitter at JaredGC. That's J-A-R-R-E-T-T-G-C uh, on Twitter. Uh, once again, every Friday with uh, Jared on the Sports Kebab. You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Some closing thoughts as we head into the weekend. On this football Friday, straight ahead. Tim ring in for Bick today here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
0: Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, song of the day.
1: anybody know this one?
3: It. but you're taking shots at me like it's patrol, Taylor Swift like
1: yes really, really yeah the name of the song you need to calm down because oh. I couldn't find it. a song called <laughs> calm the bleep <laughs> down I have one. I did one uh no, two weeks ago uh, yeah I, again I don't want to play your stuff on song of the danger okay. <laughs> I don't know how clear I can make <laughs> this this <laughs> one's
3: <laughs> what a, two three years no. old no fun. I thought sure.
1: she was a country singer
3: she hasn't
1: been a country singer in like 12 years. Yeah, that was a, that was a long time ago. That. that was like eight genres ago. Oh,
2: she's uber talented, that one. She's kicking off her you tour in Phoenix, I read somewhere. Yes,
3: did you see? I don't
1: I'm know if sure this tickets the case. I'm sure tickets will be reasonably priced. They, all concert tickets are reasonably <laughs> priced these days. Super affordable. Um, because they monitor airplay is not the sole determinant of what a popular song is in the United States these days. I don't know if you knew this, but at one point, a couple weeks ago, and this still may be true, she had the top 10 songs on the Billboard 100 charts at the same time.
3: When she put her new album out. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Shut up, Jerk. I forgot about that. Um... Yeah, I I tried listening to her new album. It's not for me, no. but the fact that ten number or ten top ten singles that's unbelievable.
1: That's unbelievable. That's right. You need to calm down. Who will Kyler Murray tell to calm down this week? Maybe nobody. But uh, it's Taylor Swift today's Song of the day. Bickley and Marada going off the off grid. The grid.
0: Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or SweetJames.com.
1: So does the Vinny Joe trivia for you, uh, Cardinals will have their hands full, and they've done a really good job defending Cooper Cup recently. Uh, most of his low-statistic games have come at the hands of the Arizona Cardinals. There's something to look to. A Cooper Cup already at this point in his career is the third... Excuse me, the fourth leading receiver in Rams history in terms of yardage. Can you name the three wide receivers ahead of Cooper Cup on the career yardage list? For the Rams. Yes. uh, Isaac Bruce? Isaac Bruce is number one. Henry Ellard? Henry Ellard is number three. Oh! Torrey Holt. Torrey Holt is number two. Cool. (laughs) Wow. How about that? All right, who's number five then? Yeah. Smarties. Fli- Flipper Anderson. Flipper Anderson was eighth. Okay. You're looking at guys like <laughs> Crazy, Crazy Legs Hirsch. Crazy Legs harsh Jack, Jack Snow. Tom Fears,
2: Jack Snow. Notre-Damer. Father,
1: father of JT. Yes. yes. No. know that. Uh, all right. Hewart to snow,
2: they used to say, Vinny. Hewart to snow. Oh, he had to get some Notre Dame talk in before the end of the show. It <laughs> happens every time. Oh, speaking of the end of the show, my te- I got to give a shout out to my 10U girls basketball team this weekend, Vinny. Okay. We're going for our third consecutive championship.
3: Oh, let's go.
2: Up in Scottsdale. So my starting lineup of Kennedy, Siena, Dodger, Demi, and Carrington. I'm proud of you guys. Good luck. Go win me a seventh ring
1: tomorrow. You're not going to shout out your bench? What kind of a coach (laughs) are you? I
3: don't want to take up too much time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's
3: team, the first team time. Tim Ring has Sloan, ever said
1: all right, that. Sloan, Ruby, and
2: Audrey, we love you too. All right, what's what's the
3: the name of the
2: team? We are the Wolves,
1: Sarah. The Wolves. the Wolves. Let's go. The Let's Wolves. Go. All right, real quick before we get out of here, we've uh, talked a lot about Cardinals, Rams. Look, there's not great feelings on either side for either one of these teams. Can the Cardinals get a win in L. A. In your opinion? I am, I
2: am actually optimistic that they can, and I don't know if I've talked myself into that all week. <laughs> But I am somewhat optimistic about this game Sunday. Score? 24-16.
1: Cardinals 24-16. You know what? I'll jump on to. Cardinals win in L.A. to make this thing interesting for a little while longer. 13 to 12. Oh Ooh. baby. they're due. <laughs> they're due, these cardinals.
2: Now, hey, any cardinals, if you're listening, don't embarrass us. No. All right. We just, we just went out
1: on a limb for you guys. Tim, thanks for getting up early, filling in. Always a pleasure. You bet, buddy. Uh, thanks to Sean Aguano for joining us. Thanks to you. Have a great safe weekend. We'll see you on Big Red Monday. Wolf and Luke are next. We leave you with this. By the power uh, vested in me no. by the state of Arizona. No, 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 no. Listen yeah. to Big Lee and Murata. And we're off. This guy was eating pancakes next to Mike Greenberg yesterday, and now he's our coach. I'm sunburned. I'm hungover. Uh, That's
3: just from the wedding. You have said a
1: lot of dumb things in your career on this show. baker, The
3: mayor of Uh, Macer. (laughs) Ding-a-ling-a-ling. And I can't sing. Oh, Oh, my
1: hammy. It's broken. (laughs) It's
0: tweaking. Fire. Fire.
2: Blown up, sir. (laughs) Where's your Sergeant General,
1: son? (laughs) Blown up,
3: sir. Yo. No days off. Fuck okay.
1: one. We talked about the boot. I haven't seen somebody get the yips this bad since Chuck Knobloch, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Steve I'm like, Sachs, Sasser, <laughs> Get me out of this godforsaken
1: yep. city. Morning. Morning. <laughs> Ahoy, Poloy. Don't forget your booties because it's cold outside. I've made a huge mistake. Mark <laughs> Larry knows who I am. Pardleton. It's over, Johnny. Nothing is over. Oh, it's over, Johnny. Sarah Cazell's going to take us through the reboot. The reboot? The, rebo- the reboot. Oh, the reboot. I-, I turned all Canadian the there. Oh, hey. Sorry about that. Stop licking
3: your toes, Ferret. (laughs) Don't lick the toes. Then again, I'm a big fan of cuss words. I paid you what for what? Conflama. Conflama.
1: These knocks might be harder than ever before. Do
3: the kids still say psych? Don't drink
1: ayahuasca before facing the Detroit Lions. Let the Velcro soothe you. Elbowed for mungo. We love mungo. We do love mungo. Hello,
3: Ralph. It doesn't make sense. Ho, you fat. He elbowed (laughs) ho, you fat. My nerds. My nerds. Lots of big holes here. Yeah. Do not write that down, Jared.
0: <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> that is so stupid.